0: Wada zing sheldon. No, it's wadaming zit sheldon. Wadoming zit sheldon.
1: <laughs> What's this? That's what you did. I assumed as in a number of languages that the gesture was part of the phrase. <laughs> well, it's not. Why am I supposed to know that? As the teacher, it's your obligation to separate your personal idiosyncrasies from the subject matter. <laughs> You know, I'm really glad
0: you decided to learn Mandarin. Why? Once you're fluent, you'll have a billion more people to annoy instead of me.
1: <laughs> Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 billion years ago, expansion started. Wait. The
0: earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drew and All developed tools, we built a wall, we built the pyramids. Math, science, history, unraveling the mystery. It all started with a
1: big bang. Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory podcast.
0: We can go a night, baby.
1: Hey, baby, baby. So, what are we doing this? Oh, I- I'm your host, Cat, and
0: this is Paul
1: and we are big bang theory super fans
0: we are super fans we definitely. just
1: love talking everything big bang theory so what are we doing this week
0: we are doing episode what are we doing Episode 18 Episode season 18? one episode, episode seven, eight, seven, seven,
1: seven, 17 the tangerine, the tangerine factor
0: fact. this was actually released in 2008
1: this and, one yep and what's really interesting is that both this episode and the Fox drama Bones with um, the guy who played Angel on Buffy, yeah, David Boreanaz, that's
0: right one. Yeah, um,
1: their episode aired on exactly the same night, May nineteenth, two thousand eight, and they both referenced Schrodinger's cat.
0: That is really interesting how they did that one.
1: I mean, how random uh, is that? Right, it's very
0: very random when they come to the the situation that schrodinger's cat is not something that's readily uh talked about
1: yeah it's not something that really pops up in no. everyday conversation so it's really interesting that these two major shows both did it and on exactly the same night
0: yeah now i have a bit of a bit of stuff yeah you know, obviously people that come here to listen to us they love the big bang theory they know all the characters well i'm hoping they know all the characters of the big bang theory so this is sort of like a a homework assignment there is a radio station by the name of the Ranch. Now in this...
1: Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah.
0: Now you guys have to tune in to this radio station because we have said for the, the longest time who is the person that we are referencing. Okay, right
1: now? you should have waited until Bert showed up.
0: People that know because I want people to actually start listening to this radio. Oh, oh,
1: okay, so he- here's the th- okay. So there is a DJ on there who sounds like Brian. I can't remember his last name, but the guy who plays Bert Drib- Dibbles, yes, the geologist on the Big Bang, you know, the big, really big, tall guy with the beard, um, who when we first meet him has a massive crush on Amy, and then becomes a peripheral character and a friend and a casual friend of the guys. Um, so they have a DJ who we swear is this guy.
0: Yeah, it is Bert. It's, I mean,
1: and every time we hear his voice, we're like, "Hey, Bert." <laughs>
0: Hey, but now, now now,
1: keep in mind, I actually contacted the branch over social media and said, please tell me that that really is Bert, the guy who plays Bert. And they laughed and thought it was hilarious. And I'm sure that this guy is catching no end of grief by from and probably still from my from my email. But they they swear it's not him.
0: Yeah, but I'm telling you. Pound for pound, word for word, this guy and the guy Bert and this guy is one in the same. Yeah. So I want people to and we've got no affiliation to the ranch. No, we
1: have we have we get no benefit out of it. There is no royalties
0: for me mentioning this radio station
1: other than uh, wanting to support an independently run radio station because they survive on donations.
0: Yeah, and that is not the reason that we're actually saying this today. I'm not saying this to solicit donations from any of our listeners. So please don't think I'm doing that. I'm simply saying that. Although Bert, if
1: you do donate to them and tell them we sent you, we wouldn't be upset with that.
0: But I'm saying that Bert and this announcer mm-hmm. is one in the same. Yeah. So find wherever you listen to radio stations on the web, go to the ranch, listen, and you will hear the guy do an introduction of whatever it is. And I'm telling you, it is Bert. 100%. Yeah. They, it is Bert that's doing that on the ranch. So, but,
1: but that being said, even if it is him, they probably can't admit it because, like I said, it's a, it's a volunteer thing and, um, He's just because, got such
0: a distinctive voice,
1: right? But he, as a member of the Screen Actors Guild, for him to do something like that, he would have to get paid um, SAG rates, in, yeah. which I know that place can't afford. Yeah. So let's not harass the poor guy and make him lose his job there.
0: But it's also that that, like you know, you were you were watching that uh, what that uh, show last night about um, what was the what was the show that you were watching last night.
1: Uh, eight simple rules to date my daughter, yeah,
0: yeah. Now, I John had John Ritter, yeah. Now, I had never seen an episode of that. I was in the other room, I heard Kaylee Cuoco's voice, yeah. This was, is
1: Kay, Kaylee Cuoco just before the big bang theory,
0: yeah. Now, I knew that it was her simply because I listened to her voice, so. Yeah that's the reason why we're saying yeah yeah.
1: if you get a chance to watch it it's on netflix it's a it's a cute little show it's either netflix or prime i think it was netflix Netflix. Uh, it's a cute little show um it's with obviously kaylee cuoco john ritter it was his final show that he did and he actually died of a massive heart attack in the second season and they wrote it into the show which i thought was a beautiful tribute to john ritter yeah and also see that episode and School. and also yeah, starring yeah. Uh, Katie Seagal, who is a marvelous actor. She actually plays um, Kaylee Cuoco's mother again on The Big Bang Theory.
0: Yeah, she does.
1: Yeah, I forgot that she was her mother in this show, too. But
0: everyone will, wreck it, will remember her as Peggy Bundy.
1: Oh, thank you so much for stealing my point.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had that point. You need to hold up a sign, like the sarcasm sign that Leonard holds up. <laughs> i'm about to make a point don't say anything okay
1: yeah it's kind of like how you'll say get really excited about something and i'll be like great and get that for your birthday or christmas And then you go and buy it for yourself
0: that's terrible
1: yeah it I'm, is i'm terrible i think i'm gonna buy my printer next week
0: fantastic well then that's one christmas present i can't buy you hmm. well there we go so I we said are gonna... that
1: to my mom and she's like well then you'll know how you feel <laughs> Get so all we, excited to buy something for you, and then you buy it out from under me.
0: Well, that's fine. So we are doing this episode, The Tangerine Factor.
1: And Paul is not wearing his purple onesie, so we don't have to discuss it this week, and that makes me very happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even if I was wearing it, I wouldn't say it, because you know that the listeners don't want to hear about my purple onesie. I know
1: yet. they don't, so moving on.
0: Yes, we're moving on. So we are actually starting off this episode where we've got Sheldon and Howard sitting on the couch. Couch or the sofa, and Sheldon is wanting to learn Mandarin because he feels that the restaurant that he's getting his tangerine chicken from is not tangerine chicken at all. It's actually orange chicken, and so he's basically discussing this fact. And of course, when um Howard says, you know, I'll be glad when you actually can learn this this language, why? Because because there's there'll be a billion other people that you can um. Um, Soft besides me. Yeah, basically <laughs> annoy other than myself. So then Leonard comes in and, and of course, Sheldon says something. And, of course, Howard goes, um, you just called Leonard a syphilitic donkey. And he goes, well, I'm only as good as my teacher sort of situation. Yeah. And we What?
1: Well, I was just going to say, you know, they, they and they keep doing this throughout the episode where. Um, Sheldon is speaking Mandarin and practicing Mandarin and all of that, and then when he goes to actually say something, it's completely incorrect. Yeah. Like later in the in the show, they're sitting in the cafeteria and there's two Asian students, which for some reason Sheldon just assumes can speak Mandarin. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know, says things like "Your monkey lives in my t- my stomach." <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and living, long live concrete. And long living in concrete and, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. And then, of course, at the end of it, he actually goes to confront um, the, the Chinese guy at the restaurant, restaurant owner. which is also the same actor that was the waiter in the previous episode when there yeah. was just the three of them. Yeah. And he uh, is like, "Show me your mucus. Show me your mucus."
0: Uh, then then like, "He's like, well, you go blow your nose by yourself."
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. But. All through the episode, watching this, and it's like, yeah, comedic factor, people struggling with language, I get it. But Sheldon has an eidetic memory. He would not make grammatical mistakes like that.
0: No, no. And I think it, it, I mean, as I said, we're only in the first season. I think this is the, the last episode of season number one. It is. And I think that they were still trying to really get a really huge grasp on what was going on. You know, so they're they're still really, really, really sort of like tweaking the little characters here yeah, and there.
1: but forgetting that Sheldon has an eidetic memory is a big lapse on the writer's part for this episode.
0: Yeah, because he would have he would have obviously understood what he was saying because he would have actually studied it closer. So yeah, you know. But so we also find that uh, Leonard comes in and he's basically listening to Sheldon basically. You know, learning Mandarin, and then of course, Penny basically walks into the to the I apartment and says, hey, "Can I, I need
1: to borrow your window?"
0: Yeah, and so they're like, "He's like, go ahead." And so she walks over with an iPod and throws an iPod out the window, breaking it.
1: Well, well, first she screams, "Hey, you forgot your iPod, you asshole!"
0: And then throws it, and then yeah. then he, then, she, then they're like, "Um, what's going on?" And then he, she's like, "Well, I'll tell you what's going on. That self-centered bastard." Um, wrote about our sex life in, in his blog and then she walks over and then she opens up the window and goes uh, drop dead you selfish are you what's it you self-centered selfish, bastard. bastard that's right and then <laughs> she basically says to leonard you know, thank you walks out and shuts, you know, shuts the door and so Sheldon, they're all they're basically all looking about what's going on and Sheldon says
1: okay so okay so we're
0: back where back to learning where were we and of course howard what does howard say not now. Now I, I ha- have
1: a blog to find.
0: <laughs> so it really shows you that, you know, that once again, Howard is just basically thinking with his little, little head rather than the big head. <laughs> so of course, Leonard goes to try and comfort Penny. And of course, Penny does say to him, go away. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah,
1: You can't even get in the door at that point. Can't even
0: get in the door. So he goes back and sits down and, and he's basically, you know, you can see that Howard is still feverishly working away at trying to find where the hell this blog is. He's got. He, he just can't find it, and he's like, "I can't find this blog." And of course, this is when he says, "Listen, I'm going to go back over to Penny's, and this is Leonard. And I'm going to go and you know, you know speak to her." And, and of course, Howard goes, "Yeah, well, you know, go over there, reassure her, comfort her, and then if the if the moment is right, mm, yeah, maybe Copperfield." And he goes, "I'm not going to do that, Howard." And he goes, "Oh, so you're going to basically pass up an opportunity and you know to do that sort of situation to comfort her in that way?" And he's like, "Well, I'm I'm supposed to be her friend." And he goes, okay, so you are gonna basically just be, you know, if she does happen to throw herself at you, you're gonna sit there and just repel her advances. And he's like, Well, I didn't say I was
1: her gay friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now we go into the apartment and and poor old Penny is junk fooding. She is knee deep in ice cream and junk food.
1: She is not junk fooding.
0: Oh, really? Okay. You tell me what she was eating, and you tell me that it wasn't junk food.
1: She is in indulging in the age old, um, <laughs> the
0: ancient tradition,
1: <laughs> the ancient tra- female tradition of comfort eating.
0: Okay. Girls can, cause I know we've got
1: ice cream with chocolate syrup.
0: I know we've got lady listeners. So girls tell me, <laughs> is this junk fooding or not? Perpetual... It's not
1: junk fooding. Okay. It's, it's, per- it's ice per- cream with chocolate, vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup always makes you feel better.
0: Okay. Perpetual motion squad, zero, zero at gmail.com. Email us to tell me, to tell us that this is not junk fooding because when you see Penny, she is ice creaming. She gets a, um, a can of cool whip and puts and fires it into her mouth. She also then gets a bag of, um, candies. Teddy Grahams. Yeah. And starts eating those. So don't tell me. I that
1: totally she- miss the Teddy Grahams.
0: Yeah. She actually had she she moved them from where she has all her liquor over to the the main kitchen island. Mm -hmm. So she was eating that as well. So she is knee deep in despair and basically Yeah. (laughs) We will say that is is it comfort eating?
1: It's comfort eating.
0: Comfort eating. Okay. But I'll say it's junk (laughs) food.
1: Don't be cruel.
0: I'm not being cruel, but Peralta Penny is. And of course, you know, Leonard says, well, what, what did he write? And he goes, not that I need to know well, well, no. about first your sex life.
1: First she's like, is, you know, is it is it me? And I just attract losers. And he's like, no. Okay, then I in, attract nice guys and turn them into losers. And he's like, no. And she's like, well, it has to be one or the other. Which one is it? And he's like, what were the choices again? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, he, and of course, he does. she does say to him, you know, the fact that, you know, she's through with men with perfect bodies, good hair, money. And oh, I'm
1: sure that can get tiring so quickly.
0: Yeah, there's leonards like that, and of course he. Been, and then she comes up with an with an epiphany, other than the fact that she says, "Okay, yet yeah, you might as well find," you know. Look at what he wrote because, you know, this. these group of people know about it and people in the penitentiary know
1: Because apparently everybody knows about it. And Howard's like, well, I mean, uh, Leonard's like, well, no, it's really not that easy to find. She's like, really? Because my sister found it, my mom found it, and apparently all the guys down at the state penitentiary <laughs> found it, <laughs> according to my email.
0: So then, of course, he Leonard does go and read it, and he does say, okay, so – Okay, so we've got that. Yeah, we've got that. Oh, is this the, now when I say Subway, is that the sandwich shop or is that the transportation? And She's like, no, that's the sandwich shop. Doesn't and he not goes, break
1: the health code?
0: <laughs> she goes, no, no, no in all of we were just making out. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah,
1: and, and he's like, okay, well, you know, it, it, this isn't that bad. It's just showing a guy that likes to express his physical no, affection no, her, in non-traditional girl. places.
0: Yeah. And she's like, Oh, so do you think I was overreacting? And he's like, No, 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 no. If anything, you are underreacting. She goes, No, no, no. I always do this. I always overreact. I never gave Mike an opportunity to tell me or to explain to me why he wrote this blog. And so she's like, Yeah. You know, and she was basically, and he's like, Well, no, I don't think I said that at all. And he goes, No, she says, No, you didn't say it. You made me, you know, figure it out for myself. And she gets up and she grabs her bag and he's like, Where are you going? And she's like, I'm going to go over to Mike's to, makeup and you know and have him explain and she and, take she takes off and calls Poor and, Le- and
1: Leonard's like yeah okay so maybe I am the gay boyfriend the gay friend <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then we go into the apartment and the boys are eating tangerine chicken or they're eating Chinese food and of course once again Sheldon is complaining that he does not have tangerine chicken he has orange chicken he says to Howard I, I think I need another lesson Howard because I didn't get you know my orange Fruit my and- tangerine chicken again
1: my line from Le- uh, 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 my favorite line though is Leonard's like, "Oh, just shut up and eat your tangerine chicken." He's like, "Oh, would that I could, but I don't have tangerine chicken."
0: <laughs> <laughs> then of course we we we're, <clears throat> we're sitting there and they're playing a board game, and uh, Leonard happens to come to the realization that he screwed up the screw up because as Raj says, "Wow, you managed to screw up the screw up." Yeah, no, uh, tell me, no. uh, tell me how you got the got Penny back together with your boyfriend again, and
1: and, and then is, penny comes bursting in screaming at leonard thank thanks you, a lot for your great advice and then and, slams the door on her way out
0: and then of course that's when that's when raj goes wow you managed to screw up the screw up yep and then of course leonard being the good guy that he is he goes over to penny's apartment and basically opens up the door and says it's me again what happened and she says well you know it I uh, went over to mike's to to you know apologize and make up and he's like yep i know that but and she's like, Yeah, but he moved on. He's like, Really? Wow, that that's was fast. Really, really quick. She goes, yes. That's what
1: I said to the woman who had her legs wrapped around his neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so poor old Penny is now in the dumps and she is upset and depressed and everything. And so this is when Leonard comes up with a very, very great idea. Well, seeing that you, you know, you don't want to be with those sort of guys, why don't you go out with a guy like me? Why well, don't you in, try
1: dating a different kind of guy yeah. like you know, like me. And she's like, like you, what?
0: And he like, goes, why don't you go out with me? And she's like, are you, are asking, you asking me out? Me out? And he's like, yes. And oh. She goes, oh,
1: and she sobered up really fast.
0: Oh, did she ever? And she's like, yeah. Okay. What have I got to lose? And this is when Leonard goes, yeah, that's the spirit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're both sitting there very, very sheepishly, you know, trying to work out if this is really going to be a good thing. So of course we also see the next the next uh, scene that Penny is walking in from outside and Sheldon is getting his mail and they basically start to have a bit of a conversation walking up the stairs about listen you know do you really think that this is a really great idea that maybe we shouldn't go down this path because if i if i lose um you know cuz right now Leonard's a really great friend of mine this is Penny talking and uh, to Sheldon and that if I go out with him, maybe it will ruin a really great friendship. But if I don't give this a go, you know, I'll never know. And so we hear the the, the interesting words from Sheldon about a cat,
1: not a cat, it's Schrodinger's cat.
0: I was leading. I was leading in for you to take the, now. Take
1: Schrodinger's it. cat is. You all probably know, as fans of the Big Bang Theory, Schrodinger's cat is a thought experiment where there's a cat inside a box with a vial of poison. Now, Sheldon actually fundamentally misunderstood that the vial of poison is not set to activate at a random time, but rather in response to some quantum event. Also, Schrodinger was not proposing that it was actually true that the cat would simultaneously be alive and dead. He used the idea to show the absurdity of the existing view of quantum mechanics at the time.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: So, Sheldon was again wrong, which yeah. Rarely happens. But it's a thought experiment that with this vial of poison in there, you don't know if the poison has opened or not, and you don't know if the cat is alive or dead until you actually open the box. Yeah. So in relation to uh, Leonard and Penny's potential relationship, at this point, it could either be good or bad, and you, you, we just don't know until they actually try it.
0: Yeah, and as Sheldon says, the fact is that you need to open the box to see if it's it's good or bad. So which confused we, the
1: hell out of Sh- out of Penny. It but, did. But because then it, when when Leonard comes to Sheldon with the same question, all he had to do was look at him and say Schrödinger's cat and he's like, "Oh, that's genius, brilliant." He's that's like, brilliant. "Yeah, you, you sound surprised."
0: <laughs> 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 so now we see that after Sheldon has said to, to Leonard about Schrödinger's cat, we also see now that we are arriving at the date and she, and Leonard well, is
1: bef- before, before that going back to when all the guys were together and they were talking about the potential of Leonard having a relationship with um Penny and one of them said oh well you've had that little crush on her for ages the and and I think Sheldon made reference to the little crush that Men- Menelaus had on Helen of Troy it was actually big enough to launch the Trojan War
0: yeah yeah, so exactly. that little
1: crushes of no small significance.
0: Yeah. So now we've got the the inevitable. We are going to the date. So, of course, you know, Leonard approaches Penny's door. And, of course, he's really, really worried. I mean, he's very, very nervous about this. But he knocks on the door and Penny invites him in. Penny looks gorgeous. She looks and, really cute. In oh, this.
1: it's a really cute little dress. Yeah. But you can tell she's really nervous, too. She is very nervous. Because, because once again,
0: it's it's, yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, no, go ahead, finish your sentence. No, because I was
0: gonna say it's the it's that situation where she doesn't know whether this is a really good thing or a bad thing.
1: Well, because she she and she values Leonard's friendship and she's afraid of ruining that because she doesn't have a great track record with guys, no, and they're both coming into this extremely nervous. Because they both know it really means something. Because she and and just like she said to Sheldon, Leonard's not the kind of guy you have a fling with. He is a relationship guy. Yeah,
0: and when she does say to Sheldon about the fact that I've known for a little while that he's got a little bit of a crush on me, and he's like <laughs> a little crush, you gotta be kidding me. So we now see that we are in the apartment, which is
1: then then got, which is where it got related to the Helena Troy thing.
0: It did. So you know. She, Leonard's been invited into Penny's apartment and basically she says maybe we should talk first and he goes okay yeah before we do do you know about Schrodinger's cat And she goes yes
1: I know way more than I should ever know about Schrodinger's cat
0: so then he goes ah good and then they basically and then he he pulls her her. he he leans in and kisses her he really kissed her oh yeah I am
1: envious of the studio audience that day why because they got to be there for the oh, first the very solid first, kiss. First all, the yeah. first really real romantic kiss yeah. between these two.
0: So the kiss breaks apart, and, and of course, Penny goes, Okay, the cat's alive. Let's go to dinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I have to, had I been in the studio audience that day, you would have heard a. Oops. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: so we see now that they have made it a. a, a, a a dinner reservation at the Chinese restaurant. But we see that Sheldon is there arguing with the Chinese restaurant person, saying that he wants to see the mucus and meaning,
1: meaning show me your uh tangerine pills, pills. he yeah. wants to
0: see that the tangerine pills because he wants to see tangerine chicken so they are prove
1: that they're making it out of oranges instead of tangerines yeah
0: so they're arguing backwards and forwards with the chinese restaurant person in mandarin and you see the conversation going backwards and forwards and then in the of subtitles. course, all of a sudden you so- you see that uh Leonard and Penny are walking into the restaurant. They take suddenly... one look
1: at Sheldon and turn <laughs> right around and go back out.
0: <laughs> we're going somewhere else right now because yep. there is well, there is no
1: a... way in hell we're going to be where Sheldon is and be embarrassed by him because course, they will know that we know him and we don't want to be known by him.
0: Yeah. And, of course, at one stage, the restaurant uh, you know, person goes, call the police. And, of course, Sheldon call, says in Mandarin, you know, don't call the library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that the screen then goes to black, and that is the end of the tangerine um, pector.
1: The tangerine, yeah. Okay, so now keep in mind that this was at one point the lowest-rated episode of the series – Despite contain, containing Leonard and Penny's first date, it's gone up considerably since but it was actually the lowest rated episode of the entire series.
0: I will honestly say in in and I'm being honest with you this is not my most favorite episode of the Big no, Bang Theory. No, it's really not. I I love everything Big Bang. I will love this this series until the day that I die um it's such a fun episode I love you know coming back and as we we both do we go back and revisit our friends time and time again because we relate so heavily to these guys but the fact is this is not my most favorite episode I think they a lot of it was rushed I think a lot of the storyline between Penny and Leonard was rushed they were trying to it almost seems like the writers were trying to rush them into their official date kiss um and trying to you know kickstart that relationship I think that there were some glaring mistakes with regards to to uh, Sheldon and his eidetic memory that they didn't realize that he had already said that he had an eidetic memory. So he yeah. could actually understand what they was going on. Part. Um, and, but they also showed that, you know, that you can, also, you can still see also that Howard is one of those creepy little perverts yeah. that wants to figure, I mean, at one stage, you know, when, Leonard's leaving the apartment you know Howard says you know make sure you sit on your hand to to make it warm if you're going to go and copper feel on Penny it's like you know you gotta understand Leonard's not that kind of guy so he's not about to go and try and feel a woman up let alone Penny yeah but any woman he's not going to do that he's now he
1: has too much respect for them he's got
0: way too much and he's got way too much respect for Penny as well so yeah you know but it really shows you and really in all honesty also they really didn't need Raj Raj was not a a essential character at all. We only saw him once, and that was when he says, "Well, you managed to screw up the screw up." That was it. No, no, he
1: had two lines. He had tell us again how you got back together with her ex boyfriend, and wow, you managed to screw up the screw up.
0: Yeah, he was really not needed on set that day. I don't know. I think they were just doing it because.
1: Well, no, it was because it was games night, and he and the and he's part of the games gang.
0: Yeah, but it it was it was very very small. So really, in all honesty they really tried to push this really, really. And, and I know this episode of the of Perpetual Motion Squad seems like we were rushing through it and we are doing it quickly. But there just really wasn't, there much, really to wasn't much to talk about. All right. It, so.
1: Yeah. So I have one more piece of trivia and the crazy credits.
0: Okay. So first of all, is what did you think of that episode?
1: Uh, it was necessary to move the plot of everyone forward, but I think you've pretty much covered it otherwise. Yeah. It's okay. just, it's, it's not a great episode.
0: No, unfortunately I mean, it not. had,
1: it had a couple of moments. It's not, you know, but then again, I don't really have a least favorite episode, but it's definitely not one of the best episodes. I've,
0: I've got least favorite episodes, but this is, this is, this is an episode that was like, eh, it's, yeah. it's forgettable, unfortunately. Yeah, it really is. Not a memorable one. No. I mean, and all, they're... and, and really, when you look at their, their kiss, um, being the fact that that was not their first official kiss, the first official one was um, Leonard's birthday party. Yeah. Um, I know that they're trying to get them together in a relationship. Right. But... And
1: but it it also that kiss actually bothered me because that's not the type of move that Leonard would typically make.
0: Thank you. I was about to say that it didn't. It seemed out of character for Leonard because yeah, Leonard really is so did. terrified of. I
1: him. could have seen her doing that. Yes. I and was it would thinking... have made more sense if she had done that.
0: Yeah. I think if he had have just stood there and she moved in and made the
1: move, I th- then I, th- I would have gone. I, yeah, I, I, I think. I think. Okay, what should have the way it should have gone was they were like, let's talk, and they kind of look at each other, and she jumps him, and then goes, pulls back, goes, oh crap, was that the wrong thing to do? And you have that half a beat, and then he pulls her in, and then she would have gone, okay, the cat's alive, let's go.
0: Yeah. Or what what they could have done in another scenario is that she makes the move she goes and kisses Leonard they separate and he says to her have you ever heard of schrodinger's cat and they and she says yeah the cat's alive let's go yeah
1: maybe you know I like but him. i
0: think that i i really think that leonard jumping ahead and making that move no. was uncharacteristic for for leonard
1: yeah no because
0: even when he starts to try and and get a little bit more um You know, in the dating scenarios that we see further and further down in the other episodes, he never makes the first move.
1: No, no. You
0: know, look at Leslie Winkle. She was the one that made the first move on him.
1: Well, that was a couple episodes ago. But yeah, Yeah. but yeah, he's he's always the submissive.
0: Yeah. So for him to suddenly be the aggressor. Yeah. No it just uh, it didn't it just didn't, just didn't work. It didn't play well and it didn't yeah. it didn't make any sense. So thank you for saying that because that's what I was I was thinking when when that happened.
1: Yeah. Now now that being said our next episode is going to be oh, season, season two, 2 episode 1 the bad fish paradigm
0: Oh and yes,
1: the, and and it actually and and so make a note of the sports coat that Leonard is wearing and that cute little pink dress that Penny's wearing because when season two opens they're coming home in the same outfits. So we're so season two picks up at the end of this evening.
0: Ah right, okay. oh yes they are. Yes, yes 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 they are definitely. Yeah I forgot about that one. Yeah yep
1: yep yep they are. And and um, I, I should
0: also say, go well, I'll, I'll leave it to the end because I've got a little thing to, to add to um at the end of our podcast.
1: Okay, um, and let's see. So, and and in this episode, we had uh two instances of Chinese takeaway and one Caltech lunch. Nice. Yep
0: and we're not going to count the fact that Lin- that uh, Sheldon was going to argue with the Chinese person no. about the restaurant when to get out because you don't think he was going to get another order of tangerine chicken when he was there
1: but no that no because he didn't get it in the first place
0: no okay because he had orange chicken
1: yeah which now makes me want to make orange chicken thanks a lot <laughs> now I'm hungry
0: all right so what okay, was your crazy credits yes
1: chuck Lorre productions number 2212 I believe that the voices of fear, both from without and within, can only be dispelled by trusting the voice that comes from the heart. Be still and listen to it. If it speaks of love and compassion for others, for for the world itself, it might just be the voice of God or a reasonable facsimile. If, however, it snarls with fear of the unknown, fear of losing what you have or of not getting what you want, then it just might be the voice of Rupert Murdoch or a reasonable facsimile. (laughs) (laughs) that's brilliant oh nice (laughs) oh my
0: (laughs) that's cool i like that one okay so now everyone knows that this the episodes that we we do are always dropped on a monday so that gives you five days uh five six seven days whatever it is to watch the next episode so everyone watch
1: the next episode yeah oh yeah to watch the next the upcoming
0: episode the the upcoming episode so we so every every Wouldn't time it be
1: awesome if people were actually watching the show in tandem with us so we need to really... okay so
0: that, this is the thing that i was going to say everyone needs to follow us along and watch the episode before we actually do it i don't want you to be sitting there going oh i know every episode i'm just going to listen to your podcast and,
1: and and bring your friends to do it because it's more fun in a group
0: it is but definitely watch along because we watch it every sunday And then we do our podcast to make sure we drop it Monday morning at 9 a.m. Yep. So make sure that you watch it uh, along with us because we are are having a ball with this. And you never know. There may be one time that we may do a live episode on um, Facebook and we'll do like a, a live reading of, of on facebook we'd Who have knows? to have a facebook page for the for the
1: uh, perpetual Monster motion squad. squad
0: we can do that that's yeah. very simple to do but we can do a live thing and you get everyone to tune in we can do that we'll do a we'll get a, a facebook page up and we will actually do a live episode and we'll actually have the comment section coming up where people can can interact with us and talk to us as we're doing this podcast so yep awesome stay tuned everyone
1: awesome but yes right. so well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory podcast. We can go on that, baby. <sighs> I
0: wonder if they will sit there and go, oh, my God. two—they <laughs> do... do that, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whatever. So, anyway. 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 We hope you have a lovely week. And until next time, we'll see you at the Cheesecake Factory.
0: Bye, everyone. Started bueno, with